Listen to the sounds of Dez Harlem. Some of his own, man, I got a rep for the home team. So this song is called City Lights. And I hope you guys enjoyed this song, man. Please let me know what you guys think about it. And soon as this song is over with, man, we're going to jump right into the unusual thought of the week. Let's get it. I was born to be a real nigga Pictures I really painted them stories I really lived in them Raised by a village Brotherhood of villains Where apes were only cordial around their mothers and their children Show the heritage and 4K Hope to restore the feeling No way I'm supposed to feel it And not fearing it kill me Writing my real life Seeing if niggas feel me If not, it's the real me I'ma make it It's the real in me Was taught to navigate on back streets My in-state pack cheap So the cross state line is a flat feet She's shining like the vinyl on the back seat. Get whips from the silk, it's tax cheap. Smoking hybrid and organic sheets. Love them city lights. We came up from nothing. Hustling to get something. I stop it. We gotta have it all. Love them city lights. The streets we grew up in. The streets we in love with. We grinding. Just trying. Yeah, there was City Lights by Dez Harlem, and I appreciate him for giving me the okay to play his song on my platform. I, man, no better feeling than supporting your own. And um, I just got to give you a shout out, man, because I enjoy the, enjoy the project, enjoy your movement. Man, continue to grind, continue to, 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 to put on for the city. Um, but like I said, man, we are going to go right into the unusual thought of the week. And this week is be prepared. Prepare yourself for 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 God's grace, I say. That's the most important thing. I want us to prepare ourselves for God's grace. Because in today's world, we have so many, like, in today's society, in today's world, man, we have avenues to, to so many different things. And we're all trying to find different ways to generate income for ourselves. And that's what we should do. And and today, man, we 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 even though we're trying to put our hands in so many different things, we're not always prepared for it. And I can tell you the truth, man, there's no worse feeling than an opportunity presenting itself and you are not prepared for it. And I, I'm learning that. I'm learning that and I'm continuing to grow in that matter like to where if we're not prepared for something, we can miss out on a great thing. And that can be from anything. It can be financial. It can be relationships. It can be work. It can be parenthood. Whatever the case may be, if you don't prepare yourself, you will let the opportunity pass you by. And for me, right now, 
with everything that I'm that the the goals that I have in my mind and the, the things that I want to accomplish within the next year, and I have a I have a list of things that I want to do within the next year and through the next three years. I'm not gonna go past three years, I guess, because three my favorite number. But I'm preparing myself for all for the next three years, and for right now, though, I'm preparing myself for what's right in front of me, and I'm preparing myself by doing the work. I'm preparing myself by doing the research, doing all trying to tie up all the loose ends that I can on my side. So whenever that opportunity gets here, I am 100% prepared. I won't miss a beat. I can hit the ground running. Excuse me, I had a burp. I don't know if you guys heard it, but I burped, so I, I apologize about that. But I, it's, it's right there for me to get, and the steps that I'm taking is going to get me there. And I'm, I'm preparing myself for the greatness that, that God has for me. And like I said at the beginning of this, man, like, above everything, man, prepare yourself for God's grace. They've always, I know every one of us has heard this saying, um, they say faith without work is dead. So I'm in the mindset of I'm going to do everything I can on my side. I'm going to prepare myself. I'm going to do the work that I'm supposed to do on my side. That when God does give me that opportunity, I don't have to... I don't have to miss a step and there, there won't be no hiccups. I can see that opportunity in front of me, take it and run with it. And that's what the thing that, that that's pushing me right now because throughout my life I've missed out on some some really, really good opportunities to, to improve my life, to improve my son's life. A lot of different things, man, and I... And if there's one thing that I regret, man, I regret not preparing myself for those things because I can see the opportunity coming, but then I just be like, well, when it gets here, I'll handle it. And that's not the attitude that we need to have, especially us that's trying to be entrepreneurs and work for ourselves and, and, and support your own people. Like, truly, truly, truly from the bottom of your heart, man, support everything that's going on around you, your people, your... your and I'm talking about your immediate people. We can't, we can't try to change everything if we're not if we're not right here not trying to help the people that's right in front of us so for me um i want to give us this thought of the week man the unusual thought of the week is just to simply prepare yourself man prepare yourself in all aspects of your life so you can take full advantage of any opportunity okay 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 man we we got that out the way finally got all that out the way now we can talk our talk. Man, we can talk our talk. But first, episode seven, man. Episode seven. Yeah. We 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 on a roll right now, man, and the podcast is growing. Um I wanna thank you guys. Every week the listens are going up a little bit more, a little bit more, and that's all I can ask for right now. Um more people are starting to reach out to me. I got a story for you guys from a question that someone asked me. Um on Twitter, I'm not going to say her name. I told her I wasn't going to say her name in it, but they asked me a question, and I'm going to answer it later on in the podcast. But man, seven weeks in, I want to thank you guys again. Continue to, to I, I just want to ask you guys to continue to support. Man, share the podcast. Tell a friend to tell their cousin to tell their their sister and whoever else they want to tell to uh, take a second out their day, man, and listen to the podcast. So. Again, I want to appreciate it, but man, it's a lot that happened in this past week. A lot that happened, and um, I want to start with, man, the the biggest controversy of the past week is obviously Gucci. 
obviously Gucci, man. And whew, man, Gucci ain't going to stress me. That's all I'm going to say before I get started. They are not going to stress me. But what Gucci did this past week was a photo was released of a a coat that um a coat that they had for sale. It was a coat that was no first it was a sweater. It was a turtleneck sweater that came all the way up pretty much to to your nose area and it had the lips cut out with red I guess you could say looked like red lipstick all around the lips and pretty much blackface. That's what it was. They had a blackface polo, I mean a blackface turtleneck. That when I initially saw it, I was like, "What the hell is this? Like, who who will make something like this? Like, what would be the purpose to have a turtleneck that comes up to your neck? I mean, that comes up to your nose and has the lips cut out? Like, what's the real purpose for that?" So, initially, I've got to be honest. I got to be honest with myself. It did offend me, um, but I didn't. I didn't just just automatically just shoot off the deep end like oh my god i was just like it offended me but hell i'm just not gonna be in a fighting mood for everything that offends me these days so it offended me and then a couple days i think the next day they had a jacket that had blackface on it it was like two of the, i know i know for sure i'm just gonna say it was one jacket i'm not sure if it was more than that and the next thing you know it was a protest, <laughs> a protest went on and, and actively is still going on. So for me, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the Gucci and I don't, like I said, it offended me, but it is what it is. Um, so my thoughts on it. So the whole protest thing, well, my first thought on it, that Gucci, um, there's no way that they, anything that, that resembles blackface should be released or on sale at any point. That's my first thing. It should not like it just it just it, it, 2019 man no way we should be selling anything that resembles blackface. So that's my first thing and then number 2 was the protest. And um the first person I saw speak about the protest was none other than the king himself, <laughs> king of the South, Mr. Clifford Harris, um, better known as T.I. or T.I.P., Mr. Tip himself, um, called for a boycott of Gucci. Um, he called for a boycott of three months, 90 days of boycotting the brand Gucci um, so they can see the impact that that would cause if the black community did not buy their clothing. Um, <laughs> I gotta be honest with y'all, man. I, I'm I, I come on this podcast every week, man. I, I will not lie to you guys. I will tell you the truth that what I well, I'm gonna tell you my thoughts and I'm gonna give you my unusual thought. And I'm gonna tell you the truth, man. My initial thought when I saw the protest, especially when it said for 90 days, I thought it was stupid. I thought it was absolutely like stupid because. <sighs> Okay, so if I can't wear it today, but then in three months I can wear it. What makes what makes it okay for me to wear it three months from now, if I can't wear it today? Um, 
and to my understanding, the cause of a protest, to my understanding, was to try to make things right or to try to correct a wrong. And I guess the question that I would ask T.I. or anybody else that that's like firmly for this protest. Now, before we go any further, let's be clear. I don't buy Gucci because I can't afford Gucci. So I'm not going to sit and be like, yeah, I got this. I don't have no Gucci. Never. Even when I could at a point in my life afford Gucci, I still didn't buy it. <laughs> just I don't see the point of paying that much money for a shirt. It just don't make sense. But anywho, but the question I would ask people is like, what can Gucci do to correct this? This, that would be my main question because, like I said, to my understanding, the cause of a protest is to correct things, to make to make things right that, that were once wrong. Um, and I don't see a, a end goal in sight for Gucci to try to make this right. At least I don't. And I could be wrong. Somebody else, T.I. might have a plan for it or somebody else may have a plan for it, but who knows. But I took it upon myself to go look up the definition of protest and it's a noun and a verb <laughs> it's a noun and a verb and uh let me see so the noun part of protest the definition is a statement or action expressing dis- disapproval of or objection to something so um because we are objecting the the turtleneck and the, well the whole blackface i'm just going to say the blackface collection that's what I'm going to say. We are objecting to that. And the verb is, and it's two definitions. Well, it's, the verb is that to express an objection to what someone has said or done. So what they done, was they created the blackface line. I'm not sure what the line is called. That's just what I'm going to call it because that's what it looks like. Like I said, it should nothing be sold. <laughs> that has blackface resemblance. Just doesn't make sense. Um, and it also has declare something firmly or emphatically in the face of stated or implied doubt or in response to an accusation. And the accusation of them is that they're racist. <laughs> Just call it what it is. Like the, accus- the accusation of Gucci right now is that they that they are racist. So Mr. T.I., Mr. Clifford Harris went on Twitter and he made a long post about, hey, we need to boycott and all those things. And now when I first saw the boycott, I initially was in. And then I read down a little bit further and it says 90 days. And I'm like, okay, that's stupid. So I can still buy it. Or no, should I buy it? But what if they go on sale? I can buy it now, but I don't have to wear it until the 90 days are up. So what are we really doing here? Because some people that say that they are in support of it have already come out and said, yeah, I just recently bought something and I'm just not going to wear it right now until this dies down. So, again, with people with their selective, um, I guess you could say selective um, activism. Um, And I'm not saying T.I. because I truly believe T.I. is down for the cause. T.I. is one of them people. We've seen him on the front line of things, so I'm not accusing T.I. of this, but I'm just referring to people. People with selective activism, um, it kind of bothers me because I feel like you're just doing it to jump on a wave and you're doing it to 
to get a couple likes and to get people to your page and to get people to come over and see what you what you have going on outside of the protest. And I'm just not with this. So and I feel like this protest, whatever, whatever it is, I don't even want to call it a protest because no matter what Gucci does within the next 90 days in 90 days, it's okay, it's okay to wear Gucci. So your protest is what like, OK, so if we don't buy if if we don't buy for the next 90 days, I guess it's going to affect them because to be clear, we mainly only buy clothing from them. And it's, I did some reading and the bulk of their profits come from handbags and perfumes and things of that nature. So, and I understand we buy perfume and things like that too, but mainly we buy the clothing. We buy the belts, we buy the the shoes, we buy. <laughs> so I understand, but like I said, man, it's just the 90 day protest I'm, I'm not down with because you don't have a... You don't have anything that's, you, you didn't specify anything that's going to correct this action that they did. So it's pretty much like, hey, just don't worry for the next 90 days. And then after that, then we're good. So you really didn't accomplish anything. So the whole, hey, man, we got we to gotta do better, man. We want people to respect us and do different things that we have to come with better than, hey, just don't worry for the next 90 days. So um, and in other news, the great T.I. himself again took a shot at Floyd Mayweather, which is absolutely hilarious because Floyd Mayweather came out and he said, I'm not protesting nothing. I'm going to do what I want to do. And I'm not mad at Floyd Mayweather for it. I'm not um, going to call him a coon or anything of that nature, whatever the case may be. I, hey man, that's what he want to do with his money. He want to go buy Gucci. If everybody can buy it in three months, why well, I can't buy it right now? That's... <laughs> You're going to be right back by it, so you don't want me to buy it today, but then 90 days from now, you can go buy it. So, that's stupid. Once again, it's just, that, that makes no sense to me. So, Floyd said, I'm not with it, goes in there, spends his money in the Gucci store, and then Mr. T.I. had to take a shot. And, <laughs> and it's funny to me because when I've... I can't say that I expected it, but I will say... T.I. has had this diss track in the cut, in the tuck for the last three years. Uh, we all know that he, that, that T.I. has an issue with Floyd Mayweather because he thought Floyd Mayweather was um, trying to get at his woman um, a few years ago. And Tiny was like, it's nothing going on. And T.I. wasn't having it. T.I. actually swung on a man at some point, and I heard that he actually got a, actually got a, got a punch in. So I'm pretty sure since then, T.I. has been looking for a reason to talk about him, and he got his reason. And I can't lie, the, 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 the track was dope. He absolutely killed Floyd Mayweather over the smoothest beat with the smoothest of horns and the smoothest of tones. Like, he didn't, he didn't sound aggressive like you were. He called him a fuck nigga, but it was like, man, it feels good to be a fuck nigga. Or how does it feel to be a fuck nigga? I don't, I'm sure he don't feel good to be a fuck nigga, but he was talking with the smoothest of voices in the whole song. Absolutely killed a man in a smooth way. So I thought the track was dope. I thought it was funny. Um, but I do understand that he did have that in the tuck. <laughs> he had it in the tuck. I'm not mad at T.I. about it. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, of course, didn't respond. Everybody's killing Floyd Mayweather, though. Like, 50 Cent, which is a known troller, he is nonstop going at Floyd Mayweather. Like, 
I mean, every chance he gets, <laughs> he put him in, he put him in the ring, in some boxing boots, no, in a in a boxing ring with some Gucci boots on, talking about how much they cost. Cause we all know Floyd Mayweather, money Mayweather. He talks about how much money he has, and he's not ashamed to to show you how much money he has. So. 50 Cent has been all over him. Black Twitter has been all over him. Everybody has, for that matter. So, um, T.I., hey, man, stop being petty. <laughs> don't, don't try to act like this This diss track was just recorded. But this diss track been there. You just updated it. That's all you did. You updated it a little bit to make it more relevant to whatever we have going on today. But this diss track has definitely been brewing for the last three years. And, hey, man, <laughs> It is what it is, man. Do do what you do. Um, and further, another thing that, that we can go right into as far as protesting and things of that nature, man. Um, this week, the Cleveland Browns, um, they signed Kareem Hunt to a one-year deal. They signed Kareem Hunt to a one-year deal who is right now still on a commissioner's exempt, exempt list uh, for the incident that he was involved with, with um, pushing a young lady and kicking a young lady. So he's still on the exempt list, and it's been no resolution to that yet. There has, it's suspected that he might get um, anywhere from six to ten games. So, and the reason I want to bring this up, and, and, I, and I just went right into it from the, um, from the protest, is because, of course, when it came out, that he that he signed um women groups across the world automatically jumped to the defense of jumped in opposition i'm gonna say opposition i'm jumped in opposition of the nfl signing kareem hunt now these women groups automatically come out and say hey they care about women's um they, they care more about winning football games than um women and man like this this is tough because I have, I got a mama, I got sisters, I got cousins, I got um, people that are very, very important in domestic violence. Is a is a touchy, is a touchy, uh, is a touchy subject. Um, because I will never agree with any man putting his hands on any woman in any in any form if it's not to comfort that woman if it's not to please that woman a man should never put their hands on a woman i don't care what she does or says there never should be a reason for that and these women came out and like um said that he just should not be signed and the same thing I, I asked earlier is like, okay, so if you don't want him to be signed in, what would you like to happen for him? Should he never be able to sign another NFL contract for a mistake that he made, that he owned up to? The reason I respect Kareem Hunt is because when everything happened, he came out, did an interview, and he admitted to everything. He did not shy away from anything. He took full ownership of it. He didn't say anything like, oh, well, it was her fault. It was the woman's fault. She should have did this and blah, blah, blah. He was, no, no, I was in the wrong. He said, I should have never get, I should have never let it got to that level. I should have removed myself from the situation. He completely owned up to his actions. And I'm not, so I, I can't punish him forever 
because he owned up to it. So if he owned up to it, I mean, I, and like I said, the, the question I would ask the women's groups and anybody else or anybody else that don't want him to be signed, the question that I would ask is like, so what would be, um, what would be the suitable thing for him to do to please you and everybody else? Like, what, what, what could he do? Because he, he owned up to it. He's accepted whatever punishment that he, he already got. He got released last year from the team. Um, when they were, man, the number one team in the NFL, favorites to win the Super Bowl at the time, G- good team, and was a and was a very important part of that team. And he accepted his. He didn't come out and be like, man, y'all gotta let no. He accepted his responsibility, and he accepted his punishment at the time. And and as of so far, we've heard nothing about him trying to whatever punishment that that the commissioner may give him. He has not. Come out and say he's gonna to try to. He's not gonna to try to um fight it. He will accept his his punishment. So, I would ask, like I said, man, what do you want him to do? Should he never be able to provide for his family again? Should he never be able to do what he loves to do from a mistake? Because I'm sitting here and I'm asking myself, like, okay, what would y'all want him to do? Just um, not being in the NFL, try to figure his life out, and it possibly happen again, or. He's in the NFL. They put him in all these different, different, um, different things for him to get help and try to ensure that this never happens again. Because I'm pretty sure he's going to have to go through anger management, all domestic violence classes, all those things, and I'm he should go to all those things. So, so I, would you? Which one would you rather him do? I would rather him try to provide for his family try to make himself better by going to get the work, the work that he needs to be done. I want him to go get that work done by any means necessary. I truly do by any means necessary. Go get, go, go do the work. And if the NFL can uh, provide a situation where he can do their work, man, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. A hundred percent for it. So Women, I'm not. I'm not saying that you guys are wrong. I just, just like I said, it's a question, man. It's a question, like man. So, what do you want? Because it seems like a never-ending cycle. Like somebody makes a mistake, and you're going to literally punish him for the rest of his life. I don't think that's fair because we've all made mistakes. Whatever those mistakes may be, um, if you think your mistakes are are um, less than his, fine, so be it. But we've all made those mistakes. And now we are here. He's accepted it. Let him take his punishment. And let's move on. <laughs> like, because I'm not sure if there's any punishment that would satisfy all women. I just don't. And maybe I, and like I said, I could be completely wrong. <laughs> like, I could be completely wrong. But, hey, man, we, we got to give we got to give him the opportunity to to right his wrong. And try to make his wrong right. That's this that's that's all I'm this like I said, I'm not a Kansas City Chiefs fan, I'm a Patriots fan. So him or for this matter, he's not with the Chiefs no more. He's with the Browns. I'm definitely not a Browns fan. So regardless who we plays for, I just wanna see him get the opportunity to put this action that he did behind him. He's owned up to it, put the action behind him, and let's see what he does with the rest of his life. And staying on sports and um mistreatment of, of women, man. A story came out 
Not too long ago, an old story came out about a Duke, um, a Duke investigation. Oh, man. It is Duke University rape case from 1999. Man, this story here um, kind of, it can't lie, it caught me off guard, man. Like, to hear a story, this story is 20 years old. It's 2019, and this story is from 1999, and a lady came out and said that she was raped by a Duke basketball player back in 1999, and the name was not released when the initial story was released. The name was not released of the player. And a couple days after that, um, they got the name, and because I'm sitting here when I hear the story, of course, I'm, of course I'm a basketball fan, so I'm like, who? 99 team, 99. I'm, I'm thinking of Elton Brand. I'm thinking of different players that might have played around that time. And the name that came up uh, was not the name that is in the case. And the player that they are accusing of rape is none other than Corey Maggette. Corey Maggette was a, he played there for one year. He was a one and done player, came in from 1999 to 2000 and left after one season of playing at Duke. Um, to go on and play, I think, 12 or 13 years in the NBA. Had a good career in the NBA, solid player in the NBA. So he went on to play in the NBA. And the lawyer from, and the lady's name that was raped, that was allegedly raped, was Meredith Watson. And the lawyer from Meredith Watson said that um, they received Facebook messages to identify the, the exact player. And they also had threads from, a, like I said, from a Facebook messages that Meredith Watson was typing to someone. I'm not sure who she was sending those messages to, but she um that's what that's how they obtain the identity of the player. So I will keep you guys updated on what exactly happens with that case. Corey Mighetti has um already come out and said it's absolutely false. He has never raped anybody. He had um he's just proclaiming his innocence. Um which I completely completely agree with man obtain your innocence at all costs on um, protect your protect your um your name protect your character so um that's Corey McGetty so I, I I like I said I'll keep you guys updated with their stories so the next thing on the docket is NBA man 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 there's been a lot going on my goodness Ooh, but this weekend, this upcoming weekend is All-Star Weekend. All-Star Weekend, the best of the best. The greatest players in the world are all coming to Charlotte, are going to Charlotte, North Carolina, to participate in All-Star Weekend activities. Um, should be fun, man. I, I got, I got, I got LeBron team beating Giannis team this year. I think... LeBron has a more balanced team. He has a has a really, really good team. He do, he does, man. He has a really, really good team. But before I go any further with the All-Star Weekend activities, man, I have to. Oh man, Anthony Davis. So Anthony Davis, of course, did not get traded by the deadline last week, and he is still with the New Orleans Pelicans. And this is a so it's a bag of shit at this point. Like to be hundred percent honest with you, man, the entire situation 
is a big bag of shit. <laughs> it's been completely, completely, completely mishandled. I think from all parties. I think from Anthony Davis and his camp. I think from the New Orleans Pelicans standpoint. I also think from the Lakers standpoint. I think everybody had an a equal hand in pretty much messing this up. And it, it's completely messy at this point. I mean, Anthony Davis is still with the team he's playing again. Um, but since the trade, man, Anthony Davis is a to me, he's the third best player in the NBA. By, like, the third best player behind LeBron and Kevin Durant. I think he's the third best player in the in the NBA. And since the trade deadline has passed, he's had, I think he's had two games of three points or less. How? It's almost impossible. But he's done it twice in a week. So you're just going to sabotage your own personal stats and the rest of the season, New Orleans is out of the playoffs. So, you know, it ain't like he shooting for a playoff spot, but you're just going to sabotage it and not play hard. Um, the last game right before the All-Star break, he, I guess he injured his shoulder right before halftime and he came out of halftime and left the arena at halftime. The New Orleans Pelicans went out, second half, won the game. And... He left the arena with his agent, Rich Paul. And that was Thursday night. He heard his shoulder, left it with it. I'm not it was it looked like it was in a sling or he might have just had it under a shirt. And come out and said, Yeah, I'm still gonna play an all-star game. So what was wrong with your shoulder for you to just leave the entire arena? I don't like the way they handle handling this thing and I see some um I see more heavier things coming down the pipeline in the next couple of years, man. The CBA, um, the collective bargaining agreement, is up in a couple of years, and yeah, man, I, I I almost feel like it's gonna be a lockout when that when that collective bargaining agreement is up because players at this point want a lot of power, like a lot. They want they want all your money and they want all your power. I'm not sure how that works when, at the end of the day, even though you're making all this money, I'm still the one that's paying you. It's, I'm referring to the owners. I'm still the one that's paying you all this money. So, you know, it, it, it's going to get tricky, man. And like I said, with the Anthony Davis situation, I just don't like the way they handle it. And it, it looks bad for not only him, it looks bad for the league, um, honestly. So, I am... I'm man. I'm 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 shocked at it all. To be quite honest with you, I'm I'm completely shocked about it all because I would never think that. Um, I, I didn't think it would be handled like this. And like I told y'all last week, I'm not mad at Anthony Davis for. I'm not mad at Anthony Davis for um for wanting to be traded because I think. The New Orleans Pelicans did not do right by him, so I'm not mad at him for wanting to be traded. So, um, I, man, look, I, I just think this. I think Anthony Davis need to get out of his feelings. I think his his um company need to get out his out their feelings and allow this man to finish the season. Like finish play basketball. Don't worry about getting hurt and things like that. It is what it is. Like, don't go out there half-assing yourself, and there's more reason 
that's you leave yourself more acceptable to getting hurt if you go out there and just half ass. So go out there, play basketball, do what you need to do, and hey man, go hoop. Go hoop. Like seriously, like that that's just my thing. Like you're too great of a player, you're too great of a talent to go out like this. And um I want I want better for you and um and, I, and like I said I think that trade will still happen this summer just got to give it some time, um now back to all star festivities um it's like I said man it's a lot going on this weekend slam dunk contest skill ton contest three point contest it's a lot man we got some first time um first time all stars out there man it's gonna be fun to see them play an all star game um I'm pretty sure D'Angelo um D'Angelo Russell is gonna play his heart out. <laughs> and it's so funny, man. I told my I told somebody the other day, I'm like, man, D'Angelo Russell, I know right now he is laughing his behind off. He they traded him for Lonzo. Um, but not technically for Lonzo, but they they got Lonzo the year after, um, because they figured they was they were trying to get him. So and all those other guys that they have over there, and all those people that they had over there. He's the first all-star to all of them. Brandon Ingram, Lonzo, Kuzma, all those people. D'Angelo Russell is the first all-star to all those things. So I know he is laughing and enjoying himself. And I'm pretty sure he'll go out there tomorrow and just, just play. Well, not tomorrow, but Sunday. And play hard and, and um try to impress some people, man, to let them know that he that he belongs there. And I do think that he does belong in this year's all-star game. I do think that... um. He earned it. I think he earned it. I think he did exactly what he was supposed to do this year. And you know, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not mad at it. We also got some people in the slam dunk contest. Who was in the slam dunk contest this year? Let's see. I had it wrote down. Let me make sure I get it. I don't want to lie to you guys. Give me one second. But I know before we go to the slam dunk contest. Uh, we got Steph Curry back in the three-point contest again for some reason. I'm not sure why he continues to do that. <laughs> it's kind of pointless at this point. We all know he's the best shooter in the world, but his brother is participating in it. So um, I guess he just wants to go up against his his brother. A couple other people, but I'm just going to pick Steph for that. Um, the, the dunk contest... The Rising Stars game is tomorrow night. Today is Friday, and um, that that comes out tomorrow night, um, and that should be pretty good because they they do the world, and um, I think the world is gonna win. Man, they got Ben Simmons, they have uh, Luka Doncic, they have they they just have more talent. Like they didn't, want, I think they've won it almost every year since they, uh, since they've done it. Um, but in the three point contest, you got Dirk in it. Steph, Seth Curry, um, and Devin Booker. Devin Booker, I'm I'm going to pick um, Steph Curry to win that. It's I don't understand why why you wouldn't pick him. <laughs> to be honest with you, um, some of the contestants in the um, NBA Skills Challenge, you have Trey Young, Luka Doncic, uh, Nikola Jokic. Um, those are some of the participants in that. The Skills Challenge um, has been interesting. I know the last few years they've done it. Um, big men versus versus um versus guards. So that's always fun because the big man won it. Uh, they I think they won it one year. Um, the celebrity game was tonight. Um, 
uh, the 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 boy uh, famous Los is in it. Um, I'm looking forward to see what he does in the game, and I think he will. I think he's going to actually go for the MVP <laughs> because his boy won it last year. I think uh, what's his name? B A B A uh, B dot B dot won it last year. B dot. Um, this is boy they played together in college, and I think. B dot won last year, so I'm pretty sure that famous Los is gonna go in there this year and definitely try to win it. I think he's gonna take as many shots as he has to to win that game. Um, the dunk contest, man, you got a couple good dunkers in it, but I know Dennis Smith Jr. is in it. I can't find why I wrote everything down there, um, but I think Dennis Smith Jr. is in that dunk contest. That's the only one that I can remember off the top of my head. Um, but I'm looking forward to watching that. But more importantly, I'm just looking forward to the game on Sunday. Um, they got D-Wade down in Charlotte doing any and everything, throwing parties, throwing dinners. And, man, I'm not going to talk about it tonight or today. We're going to have to have a serious conversation about Dwayne Wade's career. Um, I know a lot of people um, view him as a very, very, very high on their list of all-time greats. People view him as very, very high. And me personally, although I think he's a good player, I think he's a great player, he's just not as high on my list as a lot of people may have them. He's not even really, really high on my... I might put him in my top 10 of shooting guards of all time, but it's a lot of guys that I think we overlook. And um, I think we overlook them just because D-Wade is it's just a very, very likable and lovable person. Um, but like I said, we're not going to go deep into it today, but at some point, maybe at the end of this season, I might keep it. I might, I might, uh, cause I want to talk about it with somebody. So I'm, I've already reached out to a couple people, um, to come on the show with me and, um, have a conversation with me. I got one that's going to be really, really dope for you guys coming up really, really soon. I'm rounding out, I'm rounding out the uh, the last person to come on with the group of uh, the group of men that I have coming on. So be looking forward to that, man. It's going to be a really really dope episode. And um, I also have some. I also reached out to a couple people about coming on and just talk basketball with me. And um, I think I'm going to save that Dwayne Wade conversation for that episode because I think this person may. I'm pretty sure he thinks the exact opposite of what I think about D Wade. I'm pretty sure. He will be um, fighting me about why don't I have D Wade as high as um, as high as he does. So I'm gonna save that conversation for them, man. But man, this week is like I said, man. It was a good week. I'm looking forward to see what happens in the upcoming week, man. Again, leave Kareem Hunt alone. Let this man go into the next stage of his career. Provide for his family. Correct his wrongdoings. Um, but don't, don't punish somebody for the rest of their life. Just don't. I, I don't agree with that. But Floyd Mayweather, call him what you want. Do what you want to with him. I don't care. Don't agree with the protest. But if y'all want to jump down Floyd Mayweather's back, hey, be my guest. That's on y'all. Um, but just understand the protest is stupid because in 90 days, it's back to regular schedule programming in 90 days. So kind of wasting your time. So... Um, that's just my opinion on that, though. And I want to thank you guys again for giving me your ear for yet another week. And like I said earlier, be looking forward to some changes on the pro on the podcast. Be looking forward. I'm working on a website. 
I'm working on the website right now. Um, be looking forward to some merchandise coming out soon. T-shirts, hats, um, different things of that nature, pullovers, um, hoodies, whatever the case may be, man. I'm working on a lot of different things, shorts. Um, I'm working on a lot of different things, man. I'm, 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 I'm really, really working. Also, man, um, before I end this podcast, I have to let you guys know, if you want to give to a cause, it's a great cause that my line brother, KC Anuna, is um, working on right now. He has an annual shoe drive for that he does every year. Um, he, he collects shoes to take back to Nigeria. Not only does he collect shoes, he collects money to put on um, to put on basketball camps for free for the kids in Nigeria. Please, man, if you guys want to donate, please go to Instagram, look on this page, Kalechi Anuna, Kalechi Anuna, Kalechi Anuna Foundation, at Kalechi Anuna Foundation on Twitter, or at Kalechi Anuna. You can go to any one of those pages on Instagram, and I'll put it in my description. I'll put his name, his at name in my description for you guys to go to his page, man. If you want to donate, there's a link there where you can donate to the cause. Um, it's really, really big, man. I, I'm proud of my brother for doing different things to um, to give back to his home um, in Nigeria. Um, so if you guys can can go over there and donate anything, man, whether it be a dollar or a thousand dollars, we appreciate anything that you guys give. And again, you can fit in. Just be unusual when you do it. I'm out. <sighs> my God, my God, bro. I swear, I'm the stupidest nigga. God, hey, bro, I don't know about y'all, bro, but if I don't write something down or remind myself of something, I totally forget. I mean, just memory is just fucking terrible. But early in the podcast, I told you guys that I had a story for you guys from a from a question that I was asked, and I forgot. <laughs> I just forgot, man. I'm sorry I forgot, but damn it, I forgot. So I'm going to put this in at the end of the podcast, add this on, because damn it, I forgot. Um, But I was asked a question, and the question was, if you have had a one-night stand, what was your best experience? Now, I'm not sure where this question came from. Because I have not talked about sex on this podcast at all. It's not off limits to this podcast. Anything is within bounds of this podcast. And I need y'all to be clear about that. Anything that I want to talk about, I promise you I will talk about on this podcast. And I saw the question and I was like, okay, this is my first question. So I got to answer it. I got to. I can't. I've been asking y'all to, to give me feedback, ask any questions, or give me any feedback that you want to. So the first question that I'm asked, I can't ignore it. So I sat down, I thought about it, and um, one story came to mind. Um, one, well, well, a lot of stories came to mind. I've had a few, but um, a, a few came to mind. Uh, yeah, man, oof. It's a couple that came to mind, <laughs> but um, I had um, it was one, it was one to Atlanta that I remember that was fun, a couple in Atlanta that was fun, um, but the one that I think I want to tell you, dang, which one? Cause that was a good one too. 
Okay, man, I just stick with the first one that I thought of, man. I'll tell you the other story on another day. Um, but the story I'll tell you, like, okay, it was probably my shit, shit, maybe my sophomore year in college, maybe. Maybe my sophomore year at, uh, at MT. And um, a couple of my teammates hit us up and was like, hey, bro, we're going to throw us a party. I'm like, cool, whatever, let's do it. Let's do it, bro. Let's throw the shit. So we threw a little set at... Um, and uh, we threw the set. Where, where, where was we at? Scarlet? Yeah, we was in Scarlet. Threw the set in Scarlet. And we was like, but we're going to invite, man. Invite all the girls y'all can. Cool. So we invite some girls. Some football players came by. And it turned out big. Like, man, plenty of people in the in the apartment. So we throw the party. And uh, we having a good time. Everybody, no drama. We having a good time. And, like, Throughout the night, man, we like I said, they drinking and doing whatever they doing. I don't drink or smoke, but I'm just enjoying myself. So I like towards the end of the night, I find me a seat to sit down on the couch. And I sit down and I'm sitting there for a couple minutes. And all of a sudden, a girl just walks up to me and just sits on top of me, like just mounts me. Boom. I'm like, OK. She had on a little skirt. She cute girl. Like, whatever. I'm like, OK, cool. So she dancing on me. And um, at the time, I had a girlfriend, so I'm like, this is, I shouldn't be doing this, but like, I'm like, fuck it. It is what it is. So um, I was trifling back then. Don't judge me. Fuck it. If you do, it is what it is. But she get on top of me and she dancing on me, grinding, whatever the case may be. She leans in close to me, nibbling on my ear. And I'm like, girl, you better quit. She's like, you don't know. She's like, I'm, I fucked the shit out of you. And I'm like, oh, for real? And I'm looking at her like, girl, you better quit. So... She leans back up and she playing with a pussy, ain't got no drawers on. I'm like, okay, cool, okay. And I'm looking, but I'm like, man, I can't do this. I got a girl. I already did too much. I said, but I got a girl. So she danced with me for a little while, and I'm like, man, I can't do it. So that night, I said, fuck it, no, I'm not going to do it. Boom, I go home. By that Wednesday, my teammates like, bro, we got to throw another one. The last one was so, was so hype, bro, we got to do another one. Cool, let's do it again. So fuck it, do another one, boom. Throw that bitch on a Saturday night. We go back over to the same place. This time, we didn't invite no football players. It was just basketball team and a whole bunch of females. I'm talking about a house full of women. We ain't no football players could get in. And, man, we having fun again. By the end of the night, I'm sitting down in the same exact spot. I sit down again. The same girl come jump on my lap again. Same thing she did the week before playing with herself, sucking on the fingers, kissing all on me. And I'm like, all right, so now you did too much and you keep playing with me like I'm like I'm a sucker. I, I guess I kind of let my ego get in the way of but fuck it. I take her to the crib. Hand them a business, beat her down. She is, we get done, I'm talking about she sleep within five minutes. She rolled right over, boom, knocked out. I go in there, grab something to eat, whatever. Next morning, get up. I take her home, and um, she didn't have my number. <laughs> she had to get my number from somebody else that, like, a mutual friend that we knew. So we text about it a few times. She tell me, like, oh, my God, like, what you do to me? And I'm like, hey, man, you was playing with me. So I just, you know what I'm saying? I just, you started, I finished it. Like, we just talking shit back and forth or whatever. So what made the story so funny to me was that, like, okay, we did that. We had our fun, boom, one night stand. Never mess with her again. We talked. We keep in contact. Hell, I even, before I put her, before I told this story, I actually reached out to her and told her. I said, I'm not going to say your name, but I just wanted to tell you that I'm going to 
tell the story. She, we laughed about it, and it was cool. And But what made the story so funny is that I had a class with her friend, I think, friend or cousin. I had a class with her friend or cousin on, like, Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I go to class that Tuesday. And her friend, like, me and her friend was cool. We sat close to each other. I didn't know they was just friends like that. Like, she sat right beside me in class. It was cool. And she just looking at me. Hold on, man, what the hell are you looking at? What the hell are you looking at me? So, like, smiling and smirking. But she like, so what you getting into this weekend? I'm like, man, not shit. Man, worked out. Kicked it with my teammates, man. Not much, man. We threw, threw a little set and had a little fun or whatever. She was like, oh, for real? It's like, when I said the set, she started smiling. And I'm like, she wasn't there, so whatever. And she was like, so what all y'all do at the set? I'm like, nigga, listen to music and dance and have fun or whatever. Crack jokes, whatever. We talking shit. And she's like, that's all you did? I said, yeah. Like, after the set was over, went home and shit, went to sleep. She was like... That's all you did. I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, why you keep asking me? So I'm not putting two and two together. So I'm like, she was like, okay, then. She's like, okay, Boogie. If that's what you say. So leave it alone. Come back to class at Thursday. She was like, so you sure you didn't do nothing else uh, Saturday night? I'm like, man, what the hell are you talking about? Like, what? Because at this point, I'm like, the only thing that, that she could be talking about is one thing. But I'm like, I didn't tell her. And like I said, I didn't know they were that close. I knew they knew each other, but not that close. And she was like, so you didn't do nothing else. I'm like, oh, bro, I went to, the, went to the set, went home. She was like, so you didn't kick it with such and such this weekend? I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, how you know? She was like, you know, there's my friend. She told me, and she's been talking about you since. And I'm like, she been talking about who? Like a little ego boost or whatever. You been talking about the boy? Like, okay, then, cool. But I'm like, hey, man. And I had already told the girl. I'm like, man, look, I got a girl. You can't be out here just talking about it. I'm like, well, I told, so I told my classmate at the time. I'm like, man, look, tell her to stop talking about it. Because <laughs> I, I didn't want her to sit in front of the wrong person to get back to my old lady. And that's a whole other problem that I didn't want to have. So it was, it was crazy. But I can remember... Her friend was like, man, she said she would want to do it again, but she don't know if she could, she she don't know. Like, it was just way too much. And I'm like, okay, well, cool, whatever the case may be. I, I We already handled our business. So I'm cool with not happening, with it not happening again, whatever. And it was so funny because the girl that was in my class, she laughed. I think we ended up getting put out of class that day because we were laughing so hard about it. Like the teacher was like, y'all need to be excused. And we both just got up and walked out because we was back in the back of the class laughing so hard about it. So <laughs> it, that, that's the that's one of the first stories that popped in my mind, man. And um, if you guys have any questions, it could be anything about relationships, about me, about anything, basketball, whatever the case may be, man. Prisoner of War 10. Prisoner of War 10, exactly how it sounds, is where you can find me at on Twitter and on Instagram. Desmond Yakes on Facebook. And um, if you want to email me, you can email me at unusualthoughts10 at gmail.com. So um, you can ask any questions, man. I'm probably start like as the podcast goes, man, I'll probably have a session every so often of, of uh, the session will probably be unusual, unusual questions. And um, just send me any questions that you guys want to ask me, man, and I'll do my best to get to them and answer them. I promise you. If I see it, I answer it. Um, like I said, it could be about anything. I promise you, if I see it, I answer it, and I won't tell you no lie. So that was the 
first story that popped up in my mind. And um, I have a lot more, but that's what we're going to end with today, man. Again, you can fit in. Just be unusual when you do it. I'm out.